Hi, everyone, and thank you for listening to our second episode of Academy Tech Talk. Thank you for coming to our Tech Talk. I hope everyone got their tickets for the wild party coming up this weekend on the 27th, 29th, and 30th. If you still haven't, we have a limited amount of tickets, so get on the website and get your tickets now. Today, Angie and I will be interviewing seniors Cam Custer and Kellen William. Cam is playing the role of Queenie, and Kellen is playing the role of Black, both of which are leads in the Academy's upcoming production of The Wild Party. So to get us started, Cam, do you want to tell us a little bit about the show? Of course. Hey, guys. So Academy is performing The Wild Party, uh, the Andrew Lippa version, which is super exciting. Um, I'm excited to be on the pack stage. We haven't been on that stage in what, like two years since COVID hit? And it's just really exciting. And it's in like a new like perspective. So it's on like one panel. So it's like an all around. The audience is going to be on either side of the stage, which is a whole like new experience. And I'm just so excited. And Kellen, do you want to tell us a little bit about the team working Wild Party? Hi, of course. We have Dan as our director. He is absolutely amazing and has been guiding us through Get into character and also choreographing. We also have you, Sabrina, helping with choreography. We also have Catherine as our stage manager, Nate and Marsha doing music. Fabulously, must I say. Alrighty. Why don't we get you guys start off with some questions, huh? Okay, so the first question is what is your favorite memory from rehearsal so far? I'll take that one first. Um, so my favorite memory from rehearsals is Definitely being up on the balcony and when like Kellen and I are just chilling up there having like little conversations about the randomest stuff when we're not like in scenes um, when we should be paying attention. Sorry, Dan, but <laughs> I just love those memories. It's like so fun to make that bond up there. I actually think my favorite part so far has been choreographing one of our numbers, Gal for Me. I've never done such a thing. I've always done like freestyle dancing or just let other people take the lead on that. But Dan challenged me to do that and it turned out very well and it's just a fun number for us to do. That's actually a really cool answer. Like I didn't even know that there was a balcony involved or that you were uh, helping out with choreography, Kellen. My next few questions are going to be a little stupid, so bear with me. What is you guys' coffee order, and how often do you have to bring coffee to rehearsal? I guess not have to be, but like, <laughs> how often do you bring coffee to rehearsal, and what are the order? So, um, very bad habit of mine. Um, so, I always go to Dunkin' in between Aurora and Chagrin, and I always get a medium iced coffee with just creamer, no sugar. I do not like sugar in my coffee. For some reason, just doesn't taste good, but... It's a really bad habit, and I'll get, like, notifications saying, you should budget your spending at Dunkin', and I was like, that's really bad. But anyway, that's my order. I will answer your your second question first. I usually don't bring coffee to rehearsal or drink it as much as I used to, but if I were to go get some coffee, I love um, an iced caramel macchiato, extra caramel, half and half instead of milk, and some hazelnut. Literally, Kellen, your coffee order is my coffee order. What? I drink way too much coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But I always have to go to Dunkin' before, like, super long rehearsals or anything. And I always get a caramel macchiato with an extra shot and half and half instead of milk. Wow. You see, I'm team Cam. Coffee, a little bit of creamer, that's all you need. Yep, yep. (laughs) Okay, keeping the fun questions going, uh, Dan... Don't kill me for this one. What is one thing you would like to change about the show? 
I think so far it's been a great experience, and I think even things that maybe we're originally not agreeing with, we might not see the bigger picture like others do, and it usually comes around by the end before we, you know, start performing. But um, I've always wanted to perform in the pack and just have all those seats filled, especially when I went to see Mamma Mia. It was just a great experience, and sometimes being the viewer you're like, wow, I'd really want to be in that position as the actor. And I love the seating arrangements. The stage is lined with seats, and we have our regular seating, and then we have our VIP seats. We have 12 tables with two seats at each table. And in the beginning of the show, you'll have a waiter come and take your order for um, a drink you'd like, which we have a very special menu. Uh, if you guys come, you will find that out. Um, and also, before the show starts, there will be a speakeasy at a bar and you can order drinks and also popcorn. It's such a innovative way to do it, but I would have loved if all the seats were filled. And to go with Kellen's answer, I have to agree that after not being on the pack stage for like two years, I was so excited to like finally get like a show on the stage. And then when I found out that it was like kind of in a round, um, I was like, oh, okay. And at first I was like a little, um, not upset, but just a little like taken aback. Cause I was like, oh, I was so excited to be on this huge stage. But after really rehearsing and like getting to like have this, like such an amazing opportunity, I realized it's just such a cool experience, even in high school to be able to do this. So I'm, I'm excited. It's a much more close and intimate moment with the way that the seats are set up it's very nice yeah that was really sweet I know I like repeat myself a lot but like I genuinely am very happy to hear those answers coming from you guys like especially because this is the first show of the season this is what's going to kick it off and Cam I know you said that you were super excited to be up on like that huge stage and that kind of makes me think um going into our next question who was you guys' uh, musical theater idols growing up? Or if you were even like into musical theater as youngins, I should say. I guess when I first started even taking a liking to performing, it was mostly singing and songwriting. And I took a lot of inspiration early on from Jennifer Hudson. And like, I don't know, I just love very dramatic, long ballad type of performances where you get to really just show off your strength. So I'd have to say her and a couple others, but not really musical theater. It took me a minute to dip into that pond. Yeah, for me, um, it's not anyone like famous, but it's my dad. So when I was super little, he would always be in shows. And the very first show I saw him perform was The Wizard of Oz, where he was the Tin Man. And that experience just changed my life. Like I... I was think like four years old and I just like even to this day I can still like remember like the like uh, him like walking down like the aisle and I was just like oh my gosh like that's my dad and so like knowing that I'm pursuing what he wanted to do as a career is just so cool and amazing I just like I'm gonna be I'm gonna cry okay I can't cry I'm not gonna cry but he's just like who I look up to in life and I just he's just an amazing person I loved getting to hear about your idols. That was a great question, Angie. Moving on from that, kind of continuing along the idol pathway, if you were to cast your role with a Broadway actor just for fun, who would it be? Ooh, any actor? Any actor. You're going to take that one. That, I think, especially for Queenie, I want to hear this answer. It's, could I say one for you, if that's okay? Yeah. I, I would say Marilyn Monroe. I know she's a couple, um, she's like, 
an era later after the 20s, but she still has that classic feel to her, and she Timeless. stays true to kind of what Queenie really is, honestly. I always think about her when I think about Queenie. You know, I got to agree with that, because every time I've seen Cam in the photos, like, um, on social media, shameless plug, go follow the Academy Instagram, <laughs> um, but every time I see Cam in any Wild Party photos, it reminds me of Marilyn Monroe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, the look, the hair... Like, the expression on your face, everything reminds me of her. I love Marilyn Monroe. Mm -hmm. Like, a girl, I got all her movies. <laughs> That's me and my mom's thing to bond over. So, like, I agree. <laughs> like, the first person I could think of is, like, I don't know, for some reason, like, Dove Cameron and, like, Kristen Chenoweth just, like, scream, like, Queenie yes. to me. Like, I mean, I don't know why. It's just, like, the first thing, person that came to my head were those two. I, this is a hard one. I guess for black... I think not only can you you need that suaveness, but you also have to have like a beautiful voice that's like butter. I don't know how to explain it. And um, maybe I can't think of one, but I think a great one that has played that role is Tay Diggs. Oh and anything Tay Diggs does is always really spontaneous and just great to hear and see. When I was first like listening to the soundtrack and like hearing Tay Diggs, I was like, mm -hmm. "Wait, Kellen? Like, I thought I literally thought it was your voice. Like, you sound just like him." And well, I was like, "Dang, get well, it's it!" It's the best compliment ever. Thank you. <laughs> okay, first of all, I must say, Broadway. Listen to that, Dove Cameron, Tay Diggs, Dreamcast, right there. Gotta love them. Do you guys want to hear a stupid one or a serious one? I like the stupid ones. Yes. You like the stupid yeah. ones? Okay, <laughs> hold on. So this next question was actually asked in the last episode as well. And I think this one is going to be a staple for me. Sabrina, I think you know Is it about saying. sharks? Is it sharks or is it grass? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you could change 100% of the Earth's grass into something, what would it be? Mac and cheese tulips. <laughs> Mac and cheese tulips was the answer from last time. Yep. Mm, if I had no option, like I just had to change it. Just literally anything. I guess chocolate. The world could always use more chocolate. That's so true. Mine would have to be tiramisu. Ooh. Mm, yes. So good. Just like eat it all. Like I love oh that we're thinking about food. I'm just getting yes. vibes of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That's oh my what God, I'm thinking yes. of. <laughs> so, Kim, you're going to hate me. Uh, I'm the worst Italian you'll ever meet because I hate tiramisu. Uh, wow. I don't like Speechless. it. Speechless. I would tell you, and I'm supposed to run on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Okay, moving on from the monstrosity that was that comment. Ah! <laughs> Excuse you. Um, let's jump to what is your favorite memory from Academy of all time? This can mean this year or last year when you were juniors. What a question. Like, I don't know. It's kind of surreal to... I feel like the Academy has, like, ultimately helped find myself, even with, like, Tom's famous saying, your uniqueness is your power. Once you really, like, let that settle in, like, just knowing that, like, what you bring to the table really is important, and it speaks a lot about you, and it can help you, honestly. I guess Rent. Like, Rent, I got to be, like, my, my highest self and just do what I do best. So I'm very Who'd thankful Who did you play in that. Rent? I played the Angel Dumont Chouinard. <laughs> yes. Girl, you rocked that role. Like, let's be honest. Thank you so much. Um, before I even came to the Academy, I didn't even think about college, honestly. I was honestly like, oh, I'll probably move to New York, do drag in bars and make money and just, you know, find my way to fame. But, like, I just remember... 
getting this opportunity and really I'm just honestly happy I didn't you know, miss out on it because I, I didn't have any knowledge of theater or acting techniques or, you know, even with the confidence that I had and the abilities I had, this really helped me have um, a trust in myself and knowing that, like, I can do whatever I set my mind to. So my experience with, like, Academy and everything, junior year, the first two weeks, I I was in a bad place. Like I was the only person from my school that was that did academy, and I was like, I everyone's making these great connections and bonds, and I just felt like I was an outsider, and I I thought about dropping, um, but I was like, no, I can't I can't just quit right now. I got to push through. This is what I want to do, and the the shows and the connections and the bonds of the seniors that have graduated is just unreal. Like they're my best friends. Like the people that I met at Academy are, I'm going to be friends with them for like my entire life. The friendships are just, you, there's no, I guess there's no words to explain like the connections we all have. And then just seeing the amount of growth from junior year to senior year is just unbelievable. Like if I could like go back and tell myself like, Hey, you're going to be all right. Like my younger self would be like, no, you're not going to be all right, <laughs> but it's, it gets better. So I think I can speak for everyone when I say we are so glad you didn't drop. I mean, one of my favorite memories is when we filmed the music video with you. Oh, my God. God, And the three of us just dancing in the middle of Tom's property. (laughs) Well, you are so tired. Grandpa Tom. Yeah. I've definitely seen growth from both of you and it's honestly amazing like with cam i've seen you like just blossom into this outgoing bubbly person that on the very first day junior year when i saw you i didn't think that like this was gonna come (laughs) off of you you know but i'm so happy that it did because you are an amazing person and just a joy to be around and kellen oh my god child (laughs) like literally you came in like i can't say that but so nervous so like you came in hiding myself um like bull in a china shop energy like making friends (laughs) left and right and um when I assistant stage managed for Eurydice and like, you know, you walk, you walked onto the stage and in front of the camera, I honestly had no clue that that was your first time ever doing anything wow. acting wow. like you were and still are such a natural. It blows my mind every single time from both of you. Thank like you so anytime much. I see any of your performances, it just blows my mind. Wow. So I'm very proud of both of you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. My next question is going to be, what is your favorite prop on set at the moment and why and how many people have gotten yelled at for touching it? Ooh. The stage manager question right there. (laughs) Okay. Furniture counts as a prop. Are we correct? Sure. Okay. I would have to say the chaise or the poof or the cigarettes. But those are all very fun objects. Fake cigarettes, might I add. (laughs) I don't have many props, but uh, what I would say is the mirror. That mirror is literally my baby. I love that mirror with my whole heart. And when I see people touching it, I was like, that is not your mirror. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um, Moving on to a teensy bit of a more serious question, but I'm really interested to hear your input on this. There are definitely mixed views on a high school doing a show like Wild Party with the kind of themes that are contained in it. So I would love to hear your opinion on the fact that we're doing it here on a ca- here at Academy and kind of how you think we're handling it. 
At first, I could also see why maybe that wouldn't be a good idea. I remember hearing a little bit about it over the summer, and I watched it while polishing my nails, and it just, I think the way it was just thrown in my face at first, I was like, oh my goodness, but sometimes you have to listen to the underlying message. There's always a message and intention by, behind whatever anybody puts out into the world or whatever they say, whatever they do. So sometimes you have to really maybe dig deeper. Not, it's not always on the surface on whatever something means. And um, I think that because this is also the academy, this isn't just a regular group of high schoolers. These are people who take an interest in acting and want to grow. And we're just, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> talking a lot. We're just maturing in a way, and like we kind of understand it better than other people might, and I think we're able to handle it, and it's nothing that we can't do. Before we move on to Camp's answer, you had mentioned that there's an underlying message. Can you give us what you think that underlying message is? I honestly, even with doing this play, I, I can't give you a sure answer, but it is. it really is like, a, a, not only a message about like your worth, but like about loving yourself. Like Queenie ultimately is being abused and isn't leaving the relationship because she doesn't believe that she can go on without herself. And then she thinks that she has to go out and look for love to find that validation, but it ultimately starts with yourself. And once she finds that at the end, that's when she's set free. And that's I, honestly the big picture to me. That's a beautiful message right there, Cam. Yeah, and um, because every every single character in this show is going through something different, there's not just one big message. Each individual person has a different message, and I think with the way the stage is set up, you can see everyone's message more clearly than if we did it just all like the whole stage we had, which I think is is beautiful. And even last year when we did Rent the same question came up out. And I just think that Dan, Dan knows us. Dan knows we're more than capable of what, like what we can do, what our talents are. And I feel like him putting his trust in us to put forth a good like show and a good message is just huge. I think that we can't just stay in the safety of our like comfort zone. Like we gotta, we gotta go out and just show who we really are just like what I was saying earlier about like the message behind it, like it is so easy to get caught up in the sex and the, the abuse that's being put before your very eyes. But like you can ultimately see the love story behind it and the like the way feelings are being expressed. Just watching it, you will understand. So it's something you got to come see. <laughs> You know, I can kind of add on to that. I'm not in the show. Like, I'm not trying to steal your thunder or anything. But, like, I feel like when high schools do shows like this and they do kind of break away from that comfort zone, like, clothes are such a big, they're such a big, like, you know, worry for so many parents and so many, like, families. And it's, like, they're just clothes. Like, at least to me, I don't know about you guys, but at least to me, like, what you wear isn't defining you as a person. It's not defining the show or whatever. Like, and how Kellen said, you guys are kind of pulling away from all that sexu uh, sexuality and all, like, you know, the nasty, mm -hmm. quote-unquote, nasty stuff. Um, and focusing more on the underlying story and the underlying message 
that you guys are trying to show and you're trying to express that to people. Like, I don't know. That's just kind of how I feel about it. Like, totally and agree. also someone who's been there at some of the rehearsals and as the choreographer for the show, the first thing I did is I talked to Dan and I said, you know, what are you looking for this show? Because I know a lot of the times when you look at dances from this show and when you talk to people about this show, a lot of people describe it as something that is very sexy and would be seen uncomfortable for high school students. And the very first thing the director told me is that he doesn't want to go down that path. He wants to keep it in the era, so it's very 1920s, but he doesn't want to play into the sexuality of the show, and he instead wants to focus in the whole group aspect and, like Kellen said, that overarching message that's in the story. So I think that's a really unique and special thing that we are doing with the show. So I know you guys talked a lot about like self-love and self-acceptance and the acceptance of others around you and the world around you and my next question it really hits hard for me and this was actually a question that my significant other came up with uh and I originally wasn't sure if I was going to use it I'm so sorry babe um what is one thing that you guys wish the world understood about the LGBTQIA plus community like I know that pulls away from Wild Party a little bit, well, but actually, to me, it could be tied into Wild Party. Yeah, but I feel like this is an important question to ask, especially like you know with yeah. youth. Honestly, I would say that, especially a lot of um, older generations, maybe think of nightlife or very hypersexual people, or you know, with the AIDS crisis and that, so people could think that they're dirty. I think people just need to see human beings behind LGBTQ plus people and see that like we're all equal and you wouldn't want to be treated the way that those people are treated. So just be considerate because you wouldn't want that to be done to you. And I think a lot of people just, they do that in a way of just not being confident in themselves and that these people are very open with themselves and vulnerable enough to have anything thrown at them but they have to own up to it every single day that they wake up yeah for me with with the older generation I find it hard to sometimes be my like true self in front of people just because they they grew up they grew up on a totally different generation than us but I mean and they think that where we are in life that we're not gonna be able to grow in a world we're not gonna once we go into the real world, we're not going to be able to survive or, like, live life. But at the end of the day, like, we're all trying to figure out our stuff we have going on. Every, everyone has their own – they have their own baggage. <laughs> um, but I just think, like, you do you, I'll do me. And at the end of the day, like, it's my life to live. I don't need someone else telling me how to live my life, you know. So, yeah. I can't really think of any better way to end this episode without just saying, you know, is there any one last message you want to leave with people since you've got the time and the place? Um, kind of like what I spoke about earlier about just treating others how you want to be treated. Ultimately, just be very conscious of your actions because you don't know what other people are going through. You have to just be fully conscious that everybody is human. We all make mistakes. Love everybody and love yourself. Thank you. I mean, you have one life, so why not live it, you know? Just be your, just be your true self and YOLO.
<laughs> Yellow. So I know that this next bit kind of pulls away from everything that we just talked about, but if there is any social medias, websites, side hustles that y'all got going on outside of theater, this is what we did last time. This is your chance to make your shameless, shameless self plug. Okay, so y'all got to follow me on Instagram. It's underscore Cameron Custer underscore. Um, I have a TikTok where I like to show off all my crazy little abilities. Bro, what? <laughs> and um, an Instagram where I like to show off my modeling and all that crazy stuff. Both are Kellen Babes, K-E-L-L-E-N-B-A-B-E-S. Thank you. Okay, that is all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us, Cam and Kellen, and thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you. Thank Bye, you. everybody. Bye. Bye, loves. Thank you to everyone for listening today. That is all the time we have. And thank you so much to Cam and Cullen for joining us. Next time, we will be interviewing Cole Hirsch, who has his own podcast called The Podcast But Outside. And I hope everyone got their tickets for the Wild Party coming up this weekend on the 27th, 29th, and 30th. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, we have limited tickets available. So get on chagrinacademy.org and order your tickets today. Thank you for listening to Academy Tech Talk. Until next time, bye!